We have a kid who was bullied in school. Five girls who did the bullying. And now, an angel of love on Valentine's Day killing people left and right. We're talking 2001's Valentine. I hope you're going to enjoy this. Out of ten, I rate this an eight. Kate, I'm Eric Lewis, and this is Horse Boot Presents Hidden Gems. How is it going, everybody? I am Eric Lewis. This is Horse Poop Presents Hidden Gems. And how are you doing this week? I hope you're doing wonderful. Today we're going to a slasher movie from 2001. Actually, just recently have seen it. And I'll tell you, it's definitely worth watching. I actually really enjoyed it. If you're a fan of slasher films, I would assume you'd probably enjoy it too. So, the movie is called Valentine. More specifically, it was released on February 2nd, 2001. And I think it had a pretty good following and people enjoyed this film. And I guess I just never have watched it before. For the budget, we have $29 million for the budget of this movie, Valentine. And the box office walked away with $36,684,136. To me, that is a success. If you make a million dollars out of this, that is success to me. And to me, I think that is not too bad at all. And you can agree with me, or you don't have to agree with me. I don't really care. Anyway, for our director, we have Jamie Blinks. He directed the movie Storm Warning in 2007, Nature's Grave in 2008, and a movie that we should really all know if you are into slasher films, and that is Urban Legend from 1998. He directed that film, and that is a good slasher film very close to Valentine, and we'll get more into reasons why it's very close to Valentine. For our writers, we have a novel called Valentine that was written by Tom Savage. But for a screenplay, we have Donna Powers, who was a writer for The Italian Job in 2003, all the Deep Blue Sea films in 1999, 2018, and 2020, and also the television show The Equalizer in 1988 to 1989. And then we also have, I believe, her husband, Wayne Powers, who pretty much wrote for the same films, except for I don't think he did The Equalizer. I'm not quite sure, but I don't think so. Now, here we go with the summary for the film Valentine. Love is in the air. On the most romantic day of the year, would-be lovers woo hearts with flowers, candy, cards, and gifts. Best friends Kate, Paige, Dorothy, Lily, and Shelley are young women looking for a relationship. A valentine to die for, and this year, they might just get their wish.
Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that did not sound that bad. That was a good summary. And, without further ado, let's just jump right into our cast. For the beginning of our cast, we have Denise Richards, who plays Paige Prescott. She's in 007's The World Is Not Enough from 1999. She's in Love Actually from the year 2003. She's also in Wild Things from 1998. You've heard me say Wild Things on this podcast before because I was talking about Nev Campbell when I was doing the Scream episode. I might actually redo the Scream episode. Not sure yet. But I will say I should probably redo it. But that is definitely where you heard Wild Things from. I did bring it up before in this podcast. We have David Varinas, who plays Adam Carr. You can see him in the show Bones from 2005 to 2017, Buffy the Vampire Hunter, that was on from 1997 to 2003, and also his own show from Buffy the Vampire Hunter, Angel, from 1999 to 2004. Apparently, people really liked Angel in the show. We have Marley Shelton, who plays Kate Davies. She's in Bubble Boy in 2001, Never Been Kissed in 1999, and she's in Scream 4 in 2011. She's the deputy. She's Deputy Judy. Also, she is in the new Scream in 2022. I'm not going to tell you who she is, but she is in the new film. That's all I'm going to say. All right, now after that, let's move on. We have Jessica Capshaw, who plays Dorothy Wheeler. She's in Holiday from 2020 that you can watch on Netflix right now. She's also in Grey's Anatomy, that ran from 2009 to 2022. She's also in Minority Report from 2002. Jessica Caulfield, who plays Lily Voigt, is in Legally Blonde from 2001, White Chicks from 2004. She was also in The Drew Carey Show. That actually went from 2002 to 2003, which is one year. I don't know if she was just on it for one year. And the Drew Carey show went longer. Because the Drew Carey show, I remember watching it when I was younger. And I can't believe it was only on for a year if that's the case. But I might have also just watched the reruns. I'm not quite sure. I don't remember what year it was when I watched that. But we're going and we're moving right along with the cast. After that, we have Katherine Heigl, who plays Shelly Fisher. She, of course, is in Knocked Up from 2007. One for the Money in 2012. She's also in The Ugly Truth in 2009. She is a real well-known actress. She's very good. I'm very impressed by her acting in this film and pretty much every film that she's been in. Pretty much I'm impressed by all the acting of everybody who I just named off. I think the acting was very well done. I think the names were bigger names to have in this film. And I think they all just did individually good jobs at acting in this film. I do believe the first scene of this film was really quick and sporadic going from, uh, you know, the opening credits to a scene to opening credits to the scene and made it very choppy. I can't say I'm a fan and I'm also, I also can't say I'm not a fan of that. I I just say I'm kind of indifferent to it, but I will say it reminded me of a movie Um, It reminded me of a movie from 1982 called Pieces. The beginning is kind of like that, very choppy, very, uh, you're not really understanding the, uh, you're not really understanding what's going on to bring this all together. It kind of starts in a weird place. 
Um, but it's definitely enough for you to get the gist of what's happening. Dude's getting bullied. Uh, that's pretty much all I can, all, all I need to tell you is this scene is a kid getting bullied. Alright, so, that's pretty much it. This movie is pretty much, don't bully kids, because you don't know. You know, you don't know. You thought Valentine's Day was beautiful and heartfelt. Yeah, until you get your heart ripped out by a, by a cherub. Anyway, the kills are good. The first scene reminds me of Pieces from 1982. The acting is really good. The kills of the scenes are kind of unique and clever. Also, the whole of the movie's kind of predictable. I kind of feel like with a slasher film in general, there's just a, a certain amount of predictability that comes with these films. That does not mean it's not a good film. That just means there's a formula to this film. You can follow it while you still enjoy it. And, you know, just enjoy yourself with this film. This is what slashers are for. Enjoying the film. Just enjoy it. Do not look too far into it. Do not say, you know, the story could have been made better. It probably could have been made better. But this is for your enjoyment. This is not for you to criticize, really. Even though, you know, go ahead and criticize. I'm not telling you not to. But it's, it's a good time. 96 minutes is the runtime for this film. That is not very bad. That's actually very standard for a slasher film. Not too much. You know, it's about an hour and 36 minutes. Something like that. The score of this film is very bass heavy. I think the bass really, uh, really strengthens your anxiousness. So your anxiety goes up in these scenes by the bass. The bass is actually kind of moving you. Not really moving you, but kind of. And it's making your anxiety go up with this scene because you know something real weird's about to happen. So I would say that's pretty awesome. Now here is going to be a short ad break from Anchor. And then, of course, I'll be right back. We're going to do some trivia. Then we're going to go through some taglines. And then that'll be the end for this. But anyway, here's an ad from Anchor. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please stay put. And we are back. I hope you enjoyed that ad from Anchor. I hope you use Anchor, and I will follow you if you choose to use it and got it from my podcast. All right? I would be very happy to do that. But since we're talking about ads, why don't you just go ahead and go to Horsepoop's Facebook and Instagram, Horsepoop for both, at Horsepoop. Go look it up. Follow me on there. Also, with this podcast, if you could rate this podcast, it helps more people get to it. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. I would be very appreciative. And also, make sure to tell your friends if they like horror movies. But anyway, we'll get right into this. We're going towards our trivia right now for 2001's Valentine. At a cost of $10 million, this is the cheapest film to have a Super Bowl spot. So that budget, $29 million. It's actually closer to 10 to $19 million, and another $10 million went to a Super Bowl spot. During the original casting process, Tara Reid, who previously appeared in, J- in Jamie Banks' other film, Urban Legend, played Dorothy Wheeler, now played by Jessica Capshaw in this film, and Jennifer Love Hewitt played Paige Prescott, now played by Denise Richards. Do you think that was a good switch? Do you think Denise Richards and Jessica Capshaw are a better switch for you than Tara Reid and Jennifer Love Hewitt? I actually love Jennifer Love Hewitt. I 
think she has always been awesome. I think Ghost Whisperer was actually a really cool idea for a show. So I really don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with really any of these actors. They're beautiful people. Very good at acting. I would take any of them. And uh, definitely a fan of Urban Legend. So I probably wouldn't change a thing in either of these films. These are one. This movie is one of the few trailers for a theatrical film to feature a female narrator. I will put this on Facebook, and I'll try to learn how to put it on Instagram. I will release the trailer so you can hear the female narrator for yourself. I think that is pretty cool. And uh, I'm, I'm sure there isn't very many that the trailer has a female narrator. But I kind of feel like we should get more of those. So if you want to, and you have a good voice for narration, I would like to hear your voice in a trailer. Enough said about that. If he could do it all over again... Jamie Blanks said that he would cut back on the cheap scares and broad humor in the film. I actually believe that Valentine actually seems more like a Scream spinoff than Urban Legend does. I actually feel like Valentine seems more like Scream than Urban Legend does. That might sound weird, but that's just how I feel about it. I think Urban Legend has more of an 80s type feel to it. Not as meta. I think Valentine kind of is. Not really, you know, meta as Scream is, but it's a little meta. There's still a little going on. People understand what's going on. So I'll kind of say that Valentine seems more like Scream than Urban Legend definitely does. But um, I maybe not, you know. Maybe tell me your opinion about it. Do you think that Urban Legends reminds you of Scream more than Valentine does? Eh, let me know. Because I might be wrong. I don't know. Katherine Heigl has disowned the film, claiming that she hates it. She didn't read the whole script before accepting her role, only the scenes containing her character. In a 2005 magazine interview, she said that she regretted the decision to appear in the film at all and see, saw the final cut of the film and absolutely hated it. Well, Katherine Heigl, first of all, I need you to like horror movies because if you like slasher films, there's no reason for you not to like this film. So, if you like slasher films, you like this film. Sorry. Also, read your whole script, not just your character. If you read your whole script, maybe you can make that decision. But instead, you only read your character and then didn't like the film as a whole. I think you did a good job. I like you as with your acting ability. I like that. But I think it was kind of stupid that you disowned the film because you didn't do your due diligence to read the whole script. So, I really don't feel like this is the movie's problem. This was kind of your problem. Richard Kelly was originally offered the chance to direct it, but he turned down the offer. If you do not know who Richard Kelly is, he directed Donnie Darko. But Donnie Darko also came out in 2001 in January. And this film came out in February. So, we can definitely tell why he dropped it and why he said he wouldn't do Valentine because he was doing Donnie Darko. And I believe Donnie Darko is a badass film and you should watch it if you haven't. Also, watch the second one, the sequel about his sister. You should probably watch that too. But Donnie Darko is definitely worth watching. And I really don't know how I would enjoy this film if Richard Kelly directed it because every director is going to direct the film differently. That is something that we can talk about forever. Every director has their own directing style, and you might like it, and you might not like it. They all have different directing styles, and that is okay. We must understand that is okay. 
for those who don't like Jordan Peele. Understand, this is his directing style. This is the way he does it. If you don't like it, that's okay. You don't have to like it. But shut up about it. If you hate it, shut up about hating it. All you guys do is love screaming about how you hate movies. Instead of understanding, I don't know which movies you like because all I hear is how much you hate things. Enjoy movies. Understand that directors have their own spin on things. And directors make different movies. And if, if Richard Kelly was to make this movie, I believe it would have been crazy different than what we see today in the movie of Valentine. So, I think we should count our blessings. The director of Urban Legend is really someone who I would want to make a slasher film. So, that makes more sense to me, but I digress on that. The opening cadaver in the opening scene with Katherine Heigl is the producer's assistant named Chad. I knew this dude looked real. I knew this cadaver looked like a real human. So I was impressed by the fact that this really was a real human and the makeup was really, really well done to make him look dead. So I will give you that. That is pretty cool. Jamie Blanks, the director, was inspired by Jack Shoulder's film Alone in the Dark in 1982 for the killer's bloody nose gag. I do like the idea that the killer gets a bloody nose, kind of has that. I believe that is his, uh, I believe that his, him releasing. That is his release after he's killed somebody, is this nose bleeding. I'm assuming. I don't really know what else it would be. So I'm assuming it is that. But I might be wrong. But maybe. Uh, around 40 minutes in the film, filming outdoor scenes was continuously interrupted by a real asshole, according to Jamie Blanks, who kept laying on his car horn until they would pay paid until they paid him to stop. This happened in Canada, so Blanks speculated that this was a visiting American tourist. Blanks re remarked that people can just be jerks after this incident. Jamie Blanks cast Jessica Capshaw, Steven Spielberg's stepdaughter, and recalls thinking, well, there's certainly one person I'm going to be concerned about. No joke. The stepdaughter of Steven Spielberg, any moment she could call her stepdad and just be like, you need to check this freaking film out. Come here right now, stepdad. You need to come see how terrible Jamie Blanks is because he's making a terrible movie. That's not true, of course. Jamie Blanks, I think you did a pretty damn good job of being a director. I'm just playing around, really. I like jokes a lot. But I will say that would definitely be intimidating as crap to have Steven Spielberg's stepdaughter being an actress on this film. I think that's kind of, kind of intimidating, and I can totally understand why you feel that way. But that is the end of our trivia. Now let's get into our taglines. For our first tagline... It's simply put, love hurts. The second tagline, remember that kid everyone ignored on Valentine's Day? He remembers you. Falling in love has never hurt so bad. This February, hearts don't just break, they get even. Scared to be alone on Valentine's Day? You should be. And then here is the horror spoop tagline that I have picked for this movie. And the horror spoop tagline is, do you believe in love at last sight? So anyway, I am Eric Lewis. This is Horror Spoop Presents Hidden Gems. Go ahead, go to Facebook, like that page. Make sure to look out for that trailer that I'm going to release 
uh, for Valentine's, for Valentine, I'm pretty sure it's Valentine, I feel like an idiot when I say it sometimes, Valentine, with the female narrator, I'm going to make sure to put that on Facebook, especially, I'm going to try to put it on Instagram, but I'm definitely going to put it on Facebook, so make sure to go to Facebook, like Horror Spoop, go to Instagram, like Horror Spoop, hey, how about you email me, horrorspoop at gmail.com and let me know what your favorite tagline is. Also, we have a few stickers, horrorspoop stickers that are waiting for you. Just let me know if you want one. Email at horrorspoop at gmail.com. Anyway, I will see you next week for another scary movie. I hope you guys have a good week and I hope you don't stop being scary. You guys have an awesome week.